Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Beautiful day on the LSU campus. Gorgeous day. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, and in front of the Athletic Administration building. Yes. North Stadium drives where you can come tailgate with us. You can also check in from your tailgate at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Jeff Palermo, our WWL.com columnist, joining us each and every week. Jeff, LSU and Georgia today. This is going to be a big one and uh, going to be full of energy in Tiger Stadium. Sold out. If we can get Jeff on. Go ahead. Punch Jeff up, Jeff up, please. There you go. Go ahead, Jeff. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Jeff? All doing well. Look, the energy is going to be pretty fantastic in that in that Tiger Stadium. It's going to feel like Death Valley once again. Yeah, you don't get these games as much as you uh, maybe used to. Um, you know, it's either been uh, every other year, it seems like, whenever Alabama comes to town. But uh, this year you got two top five teams here. And I think from uh, the LSU fan base, if, if they're going to knock off one of these teams, uh, either Alabama or Georgia, Georgia's got the – is the easier of the two. So I, I think there's a little, there's some optimism going into this game. And I think a lot of LSU fans feel Florida can, can bounce back. And the fact mm-hmm. that you got them inside Tiger Stadium and that Georgia challenge really this season, uh, maybe LSU can't pull off the upset. Seen a lot of Georgia representation. They sold out all 6,000 of their allotments uh, of tickets. But Jeff, you know, look, they, they beat down Vanderbilt, they beat down uh, Tennessee, I'm talking about uh, South Carolina uh, with Georgia. Has this team really been tested, though? No, I don't think they have. But, uh, I mean, they were certainly tested last year. I mean, they played in the college football playoff. They uh, rallied to win in the Rose Bowl. And then uh, they they went toe-to-toe with Alabama last season. And uh, granted, they don't return necessarily all those defensive stars. Or, you know, Sonny Michelle's not there. Nick Chubb's not there. But they got guys uh, that that have been in there. Jake Fromm has obviously played in some big games. He's a year older, and um, they haven't been tested this year, but that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, part of the reason why they haven't been tested is uh, they've really handled their opponents quite well. Um, You know, Missouri did score some points on them, so uh, I think LSU can can move the ball on them a bit, um, but I I think in the end this is going to come down to LSU's defense and whether they can stop Georgia's offense. I agree with you, Jeff. How do, how do we bounce back offensive, you know, offensively from the offensive line standpoint um, from last week against Florida with, you know, I guess a, a, a few mistakes here and there and not really protecting Joe Burrow? How do we bounce back from that week, uh, week loss last week, if you will? Well, the fact that they got the same offensive line starting for a second week in a row, that certainly helps. Yep. Uh, Sadiq Charles, who probably uh, was rusty or maybe not 100%, Hopefully he's more healthy this week. Uh, I think that will help. Uh, you still don't have Garrett Brumfield, though. and I, He's a key part of that offensive line. I, he's the leader of that offensive line. So um, Donovan Campbell, uh, the starting center, spoke this week, and he seemed pretty confident that they could, they could fix their issues and they can't really make excuses for the fact that they've had a lot of injuries on that offensive line. So um, it, What's interesting, when you look at Georgia statistically, they only got a half a dozen sacks on the season. So 
they're a team that uh, has not at least brought the quarterback down. So maybe the, the, the this Georgia rush pass rush is not going to be as fierce as Florida's. I, I thought Florida's was pretty impressive. And there, there does come a, a point, guys, where you got to credit the other team. I know a lot of times yeah. uh, a fan base will just look at uh, themselves and say, uh, well, it's because we're not good enough or uh, we didn't play good, but you got to give some credit to Florida. They really came after Joe Burrow, and they were fe- feeding off, I think, um, their home crowd, and LSU needs to do the same thing here today. I agree. Offensively, how do we keep Georgia off balance? Are we going to try to run the ball with Nick Brissett, or are we going to try to do play action and get the ball over their heads? I think you're going to see. That's what I think you're going to see. I think you. I think they want to try to establish a bit of a run game and get the play action pass going and try to freeze those linebackers and defensive backs. Um, mm-hmm. It would be nice if they could take some shots down the field. Um, they just haven't. They haven't hit on a lot of big pass plays. They, they, they've had a few. I mean, the Derek Dillon one sticks out, but that was just a crossing pattern over the middle where. He made a great catch and then outran the uh, outran the defensive secondary for a score. But as far as really heaving the ball downfield and, and making a play and, and beating a, a cornerback or someone like that one on one for a 40, 50, 60 yard pass play, uh, you haven't seen enough of that. And this is probably not a defense where you can just march down the field. You're going to need some big plays. <laughs> you know, you know, you're going to need. Uh, Matt Moss and Skylar Green kind of touchdown passes <laughs> yep. in this game. That's that's yep. how you you got to hope that you can hit on some mistakes and capitalize it. And it might be one of those games, guys, that the first team to 21 wins. Uh, I think uh, both defenses are good enough to keep this a relatively low-scoring game. Jeff Palermo, mm-hmm. our WWL.com columnist here on Tiger Tailgating. And, Jeff, last week Florida's pass rush was way better. You could, you could tell that it was certainly better. Georgia's last in the SEC in quarterback sacks with six and really don't have much of a pass rush. But over to their offensive side of the football, they're averaging over 200 yards rushing a game, the Bulldogs are. Dare I say you make Jake Fromm beat you? Well, you try, uh, but I think Georgia's going to see if they can't do the same thing that Florida did against LSU, and that's just run the ball. Uh, getting Jacob filled with SPAC should help for LSU, though, today. Um, let, let's see if that really makes a difference. Not having him mm-hmm. last week, it seemed like uh, obviously Florida had their way when it comes to running the football. So LSU gets an injured linebacker back, a guy that was really uh, starting to uh, play very well for LSU up until not being able to play in the Florida game. So I think that's going to help. Uh, I, I, you know, Georgia's got some good wide receivers. I, I don't know if, if necessarily making them one-dimensional is – is the key. I think probably the biggest thing is, uh, because I don't know if that necessarily works, I, I think you just got to try to limit their plays or uh, limit the big plays and try to keep them in third and long and, and get a couple turnovers here and there. Um, I think George is going to get their yards on the ground. They're going to get their, their yards through the air just because through the six, first six games of the season, LSU really, other than the southeastern Louisiana game, they, they haven't really locked down on a, an opponent. Miami game, yeah, for the first three quarters, but uh, we, we've seen too many teams just uh, march the ball down the field on LSU uh, uh, w- with relative ease, and uh, that and even that happened in the Louisiana Tech game. So this hasn't been a defense that's just come out with a 60-minute dominating performance against an FBS team. It'd be great to see it here tonight, but I think Georgia has too many weapons for LSU to just lock them down for 60 minutes, and mm-hmm. you know LSU wins this game 21 to 10. I don't, I don't see that happening. 
Jeff, I want to see how this team responds. First setback of the year last week. I think they will. You agree? Well, they haven't lost yet with uh, Ed Orgeron as their head coach uh, back-to-back games. So, And I know it's only been a short tenure, but I think that's always a good mark of a, a coach. Uh, you know, Les Miles had that going at, a, for a long time until, you know, the end of his uh, – uh, until the end of his uh, term there at, at LSU. So uh, getting their guys ready, getting them to bounce back. Uh, you know, last year uh, they they lost to Troy, and they, they learned a lot about themselves. I think they learned a lot about themselves against Florida. And sometimes um, it takes losing a game to to understand what you, you got to do, and that is you got to you got to protect the passer better. You you can't turn it over. You, you got to stop stop the run. Three things that LSU did not do in that game against Florida. If they're able to do that here today, they got a good shot at winning. Jeff Palermo winding down with our WWL.com columnist. Do you think LSU wins this ballgame? They're, they're seven-and-a-half-point home underdogs. Well, I've been really bad on my picks this year. <laughs> me too. Don't worry. Me too. I've been good myself. I know. Did you pick LSU every week? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> three and three. Uh, so, I I, I do think that if if they're going to get a, a signature victory, it could come today. I, I, I obviously like their chances better today than they will be maybe uh, against Alabama. Um, I, I think they can do it. I, I mean, they, they have to have some things go their way. Winning the turnover battle, getting off the field on third down. Um, man, if they can create a play in special teams or something, mm-hmm. create a big play. I, I tell you the other thing they really need to do is they got to – they got to come out fast in the third quarter. They, yes. This is a team that's played well right out, uh, right after the opening kickoff. But the third quarter has been a, a malaise for this team, and uh, they have to play full 60 minutes, um, the 43 minutes, the 47 minutes that they've been given for a lot of these games. Uh, it certainly won't cut it here today. I agree with that. Look, I think special teams. Jeff is going to be a big uh, that, – that's where you can turn this game and maybe flip – whether you're flipping the field. And also on defense, hey, you, you mentioned George is going to get their yards, but scoring defense, make them settle for field goals instead of touchdowns, I think that goes a long way. Oh, I think that's a big key too. That certainly is. Um, and uh, getting a pass rush, that's the thing. Uh, can, can they do it? Can they get after Jake Fromm? They, Felipe Franks had it way too easy uh, last week in Gainesville. And, uh, and, and Coach Ed Orgeron has been talking about it. They just can't get a rush with four guys. And this is a defense that really misses Caleb on Chasson. Like we mm-hmm. talk about it every week. Yep. And uh, somebody's got to step up. Somebody's got to step up and, and be that guy, uh, whether it's a Braden Fajoko or Rashard Lawrence. I mean, those guys have, have played well. They're putting up some good numbers. But those two guys, I think, really just need to make an impact. You need to be hearing about them causing havoc in the opposing uh, in the Georgia backfield this, today. And if, if that's happening, uh, I like LSU's chances even more. Jeff, guess what I'm wearing, man? I'm wearing an authentic, authentic. Herb Tyler 14 jersey. <laughs> right now, Herb brought me that for the for the next two hours to wear during our Tiger tailgate, man. And it is uh, quite snug on me, but feels Looks good, good. Looks repping, good. A, repping Herb Tyler, man. <laughs> What's your record, Herb, against Georgia? Uh, Owen, Owen won. <laughs> <laughs> oh and one. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, hey, I will say this though, it was a game between myself and Quincy Carter, two Ooh, quarterbacks. Yeah. 
And uh, that game was really a, a, a great game on my behalf, but also his. I think going into the halftime, he was like 11 to 12, and I was like 9 of 11 or something wow. going into the half. So we were, at the end of the game, we both had really outstanding numbers. But they won on, uh, of course, like a, a end, uh, end of the game field goal. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that year we were losing every game by three points. But we scored 36, so. Well, this, this has been a fun rivalry. You know, ESPN yep. was showing some of the highlights uh, going back to 2003 and some of the games and a couple blowouts in there. But part there's they, this, uh, these two teams get together and it's a riveting game. And I think you'll see that here today because LSU is uh, they'll they'll be fired up to play. There's no doubt about it. And the stadium will be electric despite the 2:40 kickoff. So. Um, I, I think it's – I like LSU as far as covering the spread. I, I think this can be a three-, four-point game one way or the other. I do, too. Yep, I Jeff agree. Palermo, our WWL.com columnist. Thanks a bunch for the time. We certainly appreciate it. All right, guys. It is game day on the campus of LSU, getting ready for Georgia and LSU at 2.30 right here on WWL. Tiger tailgate with Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. Breaking down the matchup, coming up after our CBS and local news headlines, Seth Dunlap sat down with NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier about the draft status for the LSU Tigers and the players on this team. Give me your keys to victory for LSU to pull off the upset over Georgia today, 504-260-1870, text 870-870. Herbie Christian here on WWL AM, FM, and Doc. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.